Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Time to give a shit, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football <laughs> Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's with me. Hello. Peter. Hello! And Luke. <laughs> Peter is a regular volume there. All right. Yeah. Ah. Right then, gangs. Uh, Phil Brown. Phil, let's start the show with Phil Brown. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the show. That's <laughs> the, <laughs> the email address is... He got his mate, his friend... His buddy. Jeremy Kyle. Who saw that one coming? <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> <laughs> he got his friend Jeremy Carlin to give a pre-match team talk to his South End side against Morecambe on the weekend. This was to motivate his players to finish the season on a high. However, they lost 1-0. <laughs> so it didn't work. Um, yeah. But if you could invite any celebrity from the world to give a pre-match team talk to any team, who would it be, Jim? I love that you've specified that it's from this planet. <laughs> so cheers for that That's one. Spare That's celebrities right. that we've been hearing so much about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if I had to motivate a team, I would get Bill Murray to come in and do it. Like it, like you, it. If you, your day's not enhanced by yeah. Bill Murray being there, then there's something wrong with you. Agree. Yeah. There's no help for you. Give him the point. Yeah. <laughs> see, you haven't heard my answer yet. Did you see that slow motion walk you did with those kids? No. Where he d- oh, these, I heard about kids want, these kids wanted an autograph or something. He goes, I'll, I'll do one better. Let's do a slow motion walk. So they did, like, in real time, just a slow motion walk down a corridor, like five lads and, and him in the middle. That's quality. <laughs> it's a lovely bit of work. You hear lots brilliant. of strange stories about Bill Murray, yeah. um, which are, are either, you know, propagated by himself or just people attaching him to them. Things like he'll just, like, someone will hear a knock on their window, look out of it, Bill Murray will be up a tree and say, Nobody will ever believe you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. I heard that he went to a house party or yeah. something. Yeah, in St Andrews, this was. He was seen walking home from the pub or something, and these people said, Come to this house party because it would be amazing. We turn up with Bill Murray, and he did. And he ended up doing all their washing up for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, uh, that yeah. was in St Andrews, I think. Yeah. Apparently, if, if indeed that's true. I'd like to believe it, though. Uh, to be honest, if it oh. isn't true, I don't want anyone to tell no, me. No, no, no. no. Doesn't, uh, have a, doesn't have a phone or doesn't have an agent? Doesn't have an agent. Doesn't have an agent, and there's an answer phone if you want to offer him scripts. Yeah. Brilliant. There, there you go. go. Peter. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'd go for Steve Buscemi and um, oh. John Waters together. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. kind of like the bug-eyed men of, yeah. of Hollywood. <laughs> just kind of just yeah. in, in the corner, just like, sipping like martinis. Weird cop, weird cop. What would they say? They wouldn't say anything. They just sort of broodingly sort of just stare at the... Wouldn't that put them off? Yeah, no, it would scare them into going, well, what are they going to do if, if we do something wrong? Oh, okay. Exactly, we're doing yeah. something right now, we've turned up to, tra- to training. It's or bad enough for Jeremy yeah. Kyle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Jeremy Kyle, when he was in the Phil Brown South End dressing room, did he actually like, get a couple of blokes players to like air their grievances? <laughs> that would hope so. <laughs> or bring in like, their many girlfriends or something. Jer- Brad Jer- Brown, I mean, learn from that time at Manchester City, just to do a regular team talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jer- bring in Kyle. Jeremy Kyle um, was, uh, I think he was a 
in um, some kind of Nottingham based or Birmingham based radio station he was doing like a feature on air where he married these two people mm. and yeah, he ended right, up yeah. marrying the, the woman who was getting married yeah. what happened was it was, oh, right. it, was, it, was a, it was a Birmingham radio station where they um, BRMB wasn't yeah, it yeah the big thing was they, would, they were going to marry a man and a woman listeners who mm. didn't know each other who'd never met before right okay right and, and so they, it wasn't quite the no, destructive it, well, it's still, it's still <laughs> terrible because they basically got married as, as agreed on the show uh, on the radio show and it got annulled fairly swiftly and then Carl wasn't straight in there was <laughs> he? Like, like a greyhound he was he was mm. all a part of the plan I think they're yeah. still married aren't they I, I believe so yes. yeah so you know. fair enough then when opportunity knocks <laughs> there you go you best open the door uh-huh. Marcus and and yeah, just Knox. I was trying to think of Archie Knox for some reason. Pretty much team <laughs> talks, but he's already he's Good. not he's not a celebrity you are outside. All, of always thinking about Archie Knox. Of course, <laughs> I am. that's what keeps me on my toes. Yeah, look what have you got? Um, it's weird actually because we all got three quite similar answers. I was going to go for Joe Pesci. Ah right, okay, right. Yeah. which with a vice, yeah, a vice on his lap, yeah. no even attached to a table. If it ended yeah. up with Phil Brown's head in a vice, yeah, I got your head in a vice, Adele. <laughs> <laughs> Start tracking back, Adele. I got your head in a vice. <laughs> Get a pen out. And um, I also part of the reason I um, I suggested Joe Pesci is because it chimes quite nicely with something I read over the weekend, hmm. a news story from quite a long way back, a few years ago. Um, Robbie Williams lives in the same road as Joe Pesci in LA right. um, they both had places there and apparently <laughs> Robbie Williams had a house party there I don't know where it was somewhere in Beverly Hills I presume and someone parked one of Robbie Williams' mates parked their car and blocked Joe Pesci's car in oh. Joe Pesci took a golf club to the car <laughs> <laughs> it's this amazing incident of like real life imitating art yeah. <laughs> brilliant so he is actually like that so I reckon he'd be good I like that yeah. he would definitely <laughs> very much take the stick approach Yeah, obviously. there'd be no character involved. yeah yeah that's very good um, well, I, mine is quite different to, to yours is I would just get um, uh, I, know, I know he's dead but I would I'd get Pavarotti <laughs> in just to sing Ness and Dorma that would, nice. yeah, yeah. That would definitely work that yeah. would be rousing uh-huh. what would be the points I'd say Jim uh, <laughs> what did you say good yeah, no, we don't. I think I think Jim should get the point. Do you actually. think so? Yeah. Any mention of Bill Murray should really be held up on a pedestal. Any true. contextual use well, of Bill Murray. Bill Murray, mate. Yeah. Bill Murray. <laughs> All right, we're going to share the point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Bill Murray is actually alive at time of recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, share the points. Pathetic. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, excellent. Anyway, Premier League, Premier bloody league. Mm. Uh, Reading and QPR, and they're not going to be in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, why are you season. putting them on the Premier League? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, yes, fans, that is a dig. Reading and QPR fans. Um, it, it was nil nil. Both sides are relegated. <laughs> uh, Redknapp has not saved them. What and a mess. Adkins mm. hasn't saved Reading either, but I fear that that was never really mm. I think, Yeah, Adkins had a much harder job on there, didn't he? Redknapp came up before the game and was saying um, how there's a huge uh, imbalance in the squad because some of the players, like Clint Hill and Sean Derry, those players that have been there a long time and helped them get up, um, are on much lower wages than Eugene Parks and you know the various players that have come in. And I just think it's really classless of Redknapp to be sharing that. It is. It's just really, well, I mean, how can his players trust him? He's perhaps gonna... right to be slightly uh, not aggrieved but, but to be concerned about that but he shouldn't be saying it in the media money mm. don't make the world go around no he's yeah, really well, we'll, well there will be next season the lower ground um, yeah. yeah I don't think I, I think Jim's right that's, that's a, it's, it's, he's laid the, the foundations for excuses for a while now yeah. saying oh, didn't he say <clears> in the sort of middle of last week oh, it's well, not his team it's not your team unless you have it for, for the whole season yeah, sort of thing, right. well know? why take over then Harry yeah, exactly you took the job do it. he took the job because his ego just thought he could get him up and the rea- yeah. reality is that he's not done any better if 
at all better. If you, if you look at, yeah. can you imagine like Adkins looking over <laughs> at the other bench, going, "How much are these players on?" Reading exactly. spent no, he won't get that level of money yeah. uh, to climb <clears> back up again with Ad- the parachute payments or not. Adkins yeah. was in a funny position because he was off, offered the job, obviously knew that they were likely to get relegated. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, but you'd want guarantees, financial guarantees, to sort of say we need to invest in the squad because this yeah. is exactly why we lost our Premier League stairs. Mm. But if he hadn't taken the job, then someone else would have had it. And if they had performed a miracle and kept them up, then he wouldn't have got a job. So he needs to make sure he makes the right decision for him as well. Mm. And, he'll, and he'll be given time in the Championship, I would have thought. Yeah, well, I think I think Adkins is in a better position because Reading, you would imagine, would keep a lot of their players. But the chairman's a little bit sort of flighty, isn't he? He can be, but uh, but let's hope not this time. I mean, Adkins has proved he can get out of that league. That they would probably uh, keep a fair amount of their players, I would have thought, and they'll get an awful lot of money with the, with a new parachute payment system, mm. with the, with the new money that's coming in. So it wouldn't be at all a surprise for Reading to bounce straight back up. Redknapp's already been saying that it's going to be very, very difficult um, to come straight back up, and it's trying to lower expectations. One thing I would have to say about well, I saw that. Yeah, one thing I would have to say about Redknapp is I thought um, he would be off, and I still think that may, there's a chance he will be. Yeah. He but if he does, well, he's making noise about staying, isn't he? So he is, yeah, he is. He has made sure if he does. Yeah, that, that he was, but he was saying also that um, he actually says like straight after the game something along the lines of, "Oh, we can get one or two players in and not break the budget." It's like fucking out. My God, yeah, that's not the solution to everything. Does he think because his season's basically over that the transfer window's just open? Yeah, he, he can just do whatever he wants again. I mean, I think oh, he'll dear. he'll probably wait to see if he gets a better offer. Well, which probably won't be forthcoming with it. Let's no. probably, he'll probably wait to see what Barry Fry says this summer. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. I just said the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> we need more players. So. Well, the thing is, it's not going to get any better for for, for QPR because even though they're relegated, they've got three tough games. Hmm. They play uh, Arsenal, Newcastle, and Liverpool away on the last day of the season. Hmm. Um, Top three ain't bad. And, yeah. we know, and we also we all know how potent uh, Liverpool can be on their day, Pete. Yeah. So it's going to get worse worse for, for, for before it gets better anyway. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if he will be able to keep getting straight back up because it's always a very competitive league, the cha- league of championship. Isn't well, it's, it? it's so difficult to say when we don't know which players will stay and which players You've will go. He's got to trim so much fat. Hasn't of course, he, he, really he does. Yeah. I, th- but I think they've got a chance. Redknapp is. Um, a very good motivator but normally I think QPR was quite a difficult one for him to come into and and often we, we see English managers motivate their team out of that league and often mm. come unstuck in the Premier League because there isn't perhaps the tactics behind um, the, the method and the preparation so it would be interesting to see but get Kyle in get Jeremy Kyle in he's proved not to work though well it's, <laughs> that's probably the team not being up to it Yeah, yeah. It I, I have faith in this method it's yet. the team's yeah. fault not Jeremy Kyle yeah. Yeah. it's you not a big enough sample size to see that works <laughs> I think it should be done every day for a season you can, but you can't just sort of you can't just give them the marching orders you know this, it's a financial kind mm. of thing you've got to find clothes for these players it's unless, yeah, yeah, exactly, unless, yeah. unless they've got clauses where they have to take massive pay cuts yeah. are you a bit worried yeah. where Ben Haim's going to go <laughs> <laughs> I mean the man's got to get paid is he yeah exactly. I know yeah. Um, Tony Fernandez tweeted saying um, uh because Tony Fernandez is um, uh, Formula One Catrum cars, isn't yes, he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And he yeah. said, uh, he said, sorry to all QPR fans, but the plan goes on now more than ever. We owe it to you. Took three years to get Catrum right. No quitting. I thought, did you forget what he was talking about <laughs> halfway through? <laughs> yeah. He's not football. It's not. It's not good. Still the cars, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Are you a fan of Formula One, by chance? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> can't get relegated in that. <laughs> Come over and join us. <laughs> <laughs> money equals success I was about to say that is where the real money is not you Harry <laughs> just the fans <laughs> uh, can we get a new driver imagine Harry on the, on the earpiece thing in the, in the pit lane <laughs> can you get a new driver in it's halfway through the race <laughs> well we get new tyres we've just done that yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Could I do it a certain amount of times? Um, there was another draw in the Premier League. There was a few, but we're going to go to Arsenal 1, Manchester United 1. The man who um, Piers Morgan calls Van Perstrings got the goal. Are you still a fan, Jim? Of Piers Morgan. Of Piers Morgan. <laughs> no, I was never a fan. Yeah. Um, no, um, to be fair, I think Van Persie acted with dignity um, yeah. throughout the game. He, it was, he was clearly rattled in the first half. He was awful. I mean, he set up an Arsenal goal. It, it was so... <laughs> Old habits, so, Old habits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was like so least he done rattled it. by it. But he, he composed himself and he played a lot better after that. Obviously, buried the penalty. Uh, did, he celebrate, Sanya, did he celebrate that goal? He didn't. No, he okay. really he didn't. And he also applauded the fan, the Arsenal fans who just relentlessly booed him. But good on him. You know, you feel the, no, I think did. that's fair enough. Did, what was that? Any catharsis? Do you feel any better? Is it, is it released? No, and he's, he's still there. Um, yeah. and scored luckily didn't he, have to take the penalty the, the worst thing he could have done would have been swap shirts for someone afterwards yeah. and just sort of paraded around in an Arsenal <laughs> shirt was it, was, he was, didn't do was it a bit like seeing an ex-girlfriend you still really love in like a coffee shop randomly um, and going like oh yeah so uh Maybe we'll see you around then, and she goes. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably, probably not. Yeah. I've, I've moved. Yeah, I've moved to on. Manchester. I think, I think you should. Manchester now, re- really happy. Yeah, um, yeah. Things are going well for me. <laughs> 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 you know but, what? Wow. Talking of which, I, I was looking at, at, at what Van Persie won at, at Arsenal because I just couldn't quite. And I was like, an FA Cup. Yeah. In, yeah. In it's eight crazy, years isn't it? or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame him. <laughs> no, surely. absolutely not. Um, maybe uh, maybe Van Persie could go to Arsenal and motivate them, like the opening for the opening question. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that will uh, pop up there. That, that would really, really. I'm going to say the team on. Um, no, but like, Arsenal absolutely flew out of the blocks. Yeah, like, the first half an hour, just rapid. I mean, I don't think they could keep up that tempo in every game all season. They they just die. Uh, <laughs> I think any team would. But it was good to see they had that much fight, and it was a really silly penalty to give away. Sanyo had a bit of a torrid time all afternoon, really. But um, yeah, a, a draw is not a bad result. I sort of forgot that we might get something out of it. I sort of I, yeah. I chalked that one up as a loss, really. I think a lot of people had, and obviously Spurs draw, and it would have been great to get the three points. But you know, Man United, it, Man United is not the game where you're going to sort of define your season. Yeah, that's right. I th- Arsenal um, have three games left. Perhaps the easier running on Spurs oh, sure. and, and Chelsea, who have got to play each other. I yeah. thought that was the only game that Arsenal wouldn't win. I, I, if they could win, I thought if they could win that game against United and they're running, that'd be a bonus. Yeah. United may be on holiday. Yeah, well, they look hungover, United, yeah. in the first half in particular. They just, they were, like I say, they were rattled. They really were. They were making a lot of stupid mistakes. They all looked uncomfortable and nervous. And obviously, they're United, so you're never going to get that out of them for a whole game. And they sort of, you know, knuckled down in the second half. But it was really surprising to see them like that. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a way to QPR next. Yeah, then, remember QPR beat us last season. I hope you'll be QPR, mate. <laughs> <laughs> home, home to Wigan, which you should yeah, also win. You know, there's up. no stress with QPR anymore. It's like a day out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is there's there's loads of pressure on Arsenal. We yeah. know how they react to that. And then um, away to Newcastle <laughs> at the end of the last day of the season. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, Spurs dropped points um, away at Wigan. Or they gained a point, actually, if you look at it, um, mm. the Despite, way it despite out. the Wigan keeper taking a blatant <laughs> bump. What a oh, glow. <laughs> what an it, incredible glow. It was like Bale hung in the air, wasn't it? It was just... <laughs> Can like you remember last, se- kid. last season when um, Martin Phillip was playing for West Brom and Arsenal beat him on the last day and Martin yeah. Phillip just dropped it was his only oh, yeah, league yeah, performance yeah, yeah. the yeah. whole season he dropped a massive clang and Spurs fans were like bribe he's taking a bribe <laughs> <laughs> take a look at the winning keeper yeah. <laughs> investigating people because that was unbelievable yeah. he waited for Bale who's one of the most potent players in the world yeah. to come really but close after to a it. series of pass backs <laughs> yeah, no, I think the full back it was like watching people who don't understand FIFA no, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah it was yeah. I'll keep pressing the wrong button <laughs> yeah, just, I'm in a is that clear? Yeah. 
Oh, he'd skill. never score like that. Oh, he actually has. Yeah. I've done a step over on the mile and goal line. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you do that at 11. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Boyce scored and then uh, would also score an own goal later on. It was yeah, such it was really a shame. Unlucky with that. Mm. Such a shame for Wigan. They could have really done with that. Yeah. Really. Well, see, Wigan, it's this full sense of security we were worrying about. I think they're going to go down, you know. I think this is it. Do you think? Yeah, I think this is it. It's really season. between them and Villa, isn't well, it? Yeah. Credit to Spurs for sort of working their way back into the game and getting a point because um, and they also could have nicked it in the end. They had a free mm. yeah, kick right at the end and it was wasted really but um, so they could have could have turned that around but the more you look at it and, and, and I think um, I'd like to see Spurs do well because I think you know Villas Boas done a good job there yeah. and, and they're two or three players short and they're players that Villas Boas wanted as well so if they can get those for next season they'll be they'll be in good shape but the more you look at it the more it looks like they're going to be the ones to miss out on Champions League I think do you think so? I think so yeah I, I think Chelsea got a bit more quality even though they've still got Europa League if you said Chelsea last week it's interesting how this it genuinely does change that much at this stage of the season it's game I, by game it, I, I definitely don't think it'll be Arsenal I think Arsenal will be fine really? Um, I, I thought that Chelsea might get a bit distracted by the Europa League and the bit of the sort of off-field issues they've got, the uncertainty. Um, but now nah, it's just difficult to see Spurs now. Now they've now they've dropped points at Wigan, which I thought was a game I thought they might win. Yeah, great um, goal from McManaman as well. He was, noted. It really was. He's come on. I mean, mm. the controversy aside, he's actually really come on. I like him as a player. Yeah. The so. other game down the bottom was Stoke one Norwich nil. Charlie Adams scoring a vital one for Stoke. Mm. We've been, and as many people have, been a little bit critical of Stoke and, and, and saying, "Oh, they for years." Yeah, well, it's but it's so interesting, isn't it, that they are on the same points as Fulham. Mm. Yeah, they're both on forty <clears throat> points. Fulham have been on the beach for about two months, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big Martin Joe, they're having a great time over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but people often let Fulham get away scot free. I think they're such an inoffensive club. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. just rely on everyone else being worse. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, what they've done. Really Martin Joe doesn't even know what team he's picking until he works out who's popping in that day. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll he has it. to ring around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get your car service yeah. out there. Right? Yeah. But it really is down at Fulham, isn't it? I mean, forty. <laughs> points for, for a club who've got some, some decent players Yeah, I, f- I fear for Aston Villa actually I, I think Wigan obviously it's between Wigan or Villa realistically yeah. but the way it's worked out over these last month sorry, last, this last month or two is that, is that we thought that Sunderland were in real trouble and they addressed that slump yeah. and then Stoke had a slump and they addressed it and now Villa are, are sort of slowly quietly back into a slump and um, they may not be able to get out of it. I mean, they play Sunderland on Monday night, don't they? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night. And um, that is a huge Sunderland. Sunderland are resurgent. They're playing with a lot of confidence. Yeah, yeah. but they're, they're only, what, five points above the relegation zone, Sunderland? Like Newcastle. Yeah. I drank and drank and drank, and then I woke up in a Birmingham Youth Hostel with the lead singer <laughs> of a Foo Fighters tribute band. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There's my. That's that a, if anyone at all had any doubt of the severity of the situation, they don't now. There, that, that's what there happened. There goes my hero. Is that yeah. what you said as you left the room? Crooned it. When you started drinking, were you in Birmingham? Yeah. Or I said he wasn't wearing his shoes. Naturally yeah. gravitated towards Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. Just rolling. All the way, just a river of tears. Imagine if, uh, imagine if Suarez had played. Just imagine. I can't. Pete, what did you use to protect your filling? (laughs) It's interesting how, in the past few years, Newcastle have seemed less silly, but um, now the fans are really, really making (laughs) the effort to change that. Yeah, Yeah, they've they've really (laughs) stood up for the club there, and and still they really don't deserve those performances. Even the rioting ones, (laughs) 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 even the ones who said fight in their own city, don't deserve that performance. I'm still baffled by that. <laughs> Liverpool my flatmate so good. beats me at FIFA. I don't smash up my own room. Like yeah. to sort of. To be fair, Pompey fans have uh, have done that as well in the past. So yeah. and, and, to, and to be fair, there was only like three season ticket holders that actually got arrested out of the forty or so. And, and again, Portsmouth have only got three season ticket holders. <laughs> so. And I thought Newcastle were not only abject and absolutely appalling 
Uh, Liverpool were excellent. Really mm. fluid. The like, season's finishing. So find so much space, like everywhere. Coutinho, mm. but the season's finishing a little bit too soon for them. They've really hit a, mm. a purple patch. Yeah. yeah. They've officially done better than they did last season now. Points title, so Rodgers mm. has seen some improvement. And Sturridge is, is, is flourishing. Barini oh, scored as well. Barini did that's like a great a minute of his comeback. Sturridge. To see. I like to see Sturridge up there. He's Because at Bolton he was superb. And when he yeah. played for Chelsea, understandably, he was perhaps not given the uh, the role that he, he wanted and maybe some people wanted him um, to have. And he might just be given that Liverpool now, mm. especially in Suarez's absence. If he, if yeah. he, if he, whether he stays or not, he won't be playing for a few games. It, certainly, it might just be a coincidence. We have to wait and see, season. obviously. But um, it's, it's, it's like Liverpool all of a sudden aren't looking to, to Suarez all the time, because no. like, they obviously had no choice. And there's a lot of goals in that team. Put, yeah, put in a lot more of a, a sort of joined up performance of, of, of quality, especially going forward. Barini is a funny one because well, all, obviously he's had a terrible time of it of injury, but really. Signing him was a bit of a punt, in my view. I know he's got a lot of talent and stuff, but he's only really ever had one full season at Roma, yeah. and that was he scored ten or eleven goals or something. Yeah, but it was like with Aquilani as well; they've, they've done it before. But you never know he's going to adjust. I mean, Aquilani, I think, is a good player. No, he's yeah, a great yeah, player. Yeah. No, but I'm saying that if there was another injury-prone Italian, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something. But, um, but it's good to get. That's his first Premier League goal, but, isn't it? But Rogers' teams, though. I mean, if you look at Swansea, they didn't have uh, someone who was scoring all the goals. They had goals everywhere. You mm. know, obviously, you know, Graham got a few, and um, so did Scott Sinclair. But they they had goals everywhere, and that. Liverpool side could become like that or, or yeah. are becoming like that well yeah I mean surely every every team should aim to be like that of course yeah I'm just, I'm just enjoying like every corner like Gerard's always on the corner of the box no one picks him up because you know exactly what he's going to do he's going to have a pile driver from outside the box <laughs> <laughs> every single time it'll go, it usually goes wide but it's you know occasionally it'll go in mm. yeah. it's uh, interesting this sort of Careless defensive approach, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it usually goes wide, so leave it. Yeah. Most shots yeah. don't go in. Yeah. Don't worry about them. <laughs> yeah. We've seen so many goals from like sort of whipped crosses, or you know, at, at St James's Park, or either ones that have come in from corners. It's it's a miracle that we haven't managed to score a single goal from a corner ourselves. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Phil Neville also said, like he was disappointed with with the way Newcastle approached defending, especially when they'd already lost the game. Because it could legitimately come down to goal difference. Yeah. And so you get spanked three 0 fine. Yeah. If you get spanked six, well, we had we had a considerable, well, not considerably, but we had a fairly a, a, a much a, a slightly better goal difference than a lot of the teams around us. And you know, not anymore. Not anymore. Minus twenty three now. Oh my god! It's not how much different to like QPRs. I know. That eight year contract is looking more <laughs> and more silly, isn't it? But as, as we touched on, like Sunderland and Stoke have, 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 have addressed slumps in the past at the right, the right time. Mm. But Newcastle have won one game in their last six, and that is not a great time to be. Like two, sort of two, two matches away three matches away mm. all season five mm. points off really they've won one game away all season <laughs> mm. oh, one, one game yeah. losing Luke Moore five points off really mate awful not safe yet not safe win. yet but I do think I do think for what it's worth that one of Wigan or Villa will be the team that is to be relegated dear oh dear mm. um, should we go into the championship mm. yes I want, no, let's talk about the three Sundays off of the Southampton game yeah, right. yeah. Okay, okay. that was incredible West Brom <laughs> beat Southampton 3-0 there was three sendings off dished out by the debut referee he got all three of them right I thought Ramirez was a nice little sharp elbow after mm. looking at him in the face just yeah. checking where he is bang <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was a sending off yeah uh, the two footer was definitely a sending that off that was an embarrassment yeah that was outrageous Mm. Really, that's much nasty. more dangerous than what Suarez did. Was uh, yeah. on the on the on the elbow thing. I I never understand what you're going to get out of that. Yeah, like you're going to damage his face. He's not going to. You rarely go off, uh, you know, with the uh, you know. Yeah, but that was. But it was even worse with what um, was it Fortuna did. 
Yeah. Um, well, he just pushed him in the face, didn't he? Stupid. Such a cheap send off. Yeah. Yeah, it's rubbish. Because yeah. you know it's going to happen. <laughs> or you should know it's going to happen. Obviously, he doesn't. That's the really stupid thing about it, isn't it? We yeah. see it so many times and players still do it. Hate the moment, Jim. Hate the moment. <laughs> We're all the, the red mist descended. The thing is, what Danny Fox did was far more Calculate. dangerous than what Luis Suarez did. He mm. meant oh, to do it. He planned it. He yeah. could have broken the guy's leg, if not both his legs. And, and you can sort of understand Suarez's point when he says, oh, because so, people have alluded to the fact that with Suarez that the ban was levied at the man not the event yeah because they course. couldn't take the other things into account so it's like very harsh mm. if I was Suarez I'm not defending what he did because it was ridiculous and, he, and he's got to, you know he's got to pay the price but what Danny Fox did there was horrendous well, if you go in like that with you know it appeared that there was a lot of intent behind it we've seen so many times players get injuries like you know as that could prove to be and they just never come back from it yeah. so you're going in there with the knowledge that you could end someone's career they're so nuts. David yeah. Cameron wasn't appalled at it, though. No, he didn't. No, he's, about it. No, he's not. Who's that? Is that Lewis Suarez? Oh, yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody on the, somebody, it was it Nani who ran around the pitch with a, a severed uh, limb. No, uh, it was uh, Ever. Was Ever. Ever. Someone threw it on the pitch, and, uh, yeah. cause, uh, and somebody on the red, white, and cut forward said, "He should be banned for." Yeah. Uh, Can we get him banned for that? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get him banned for incitement? Yeah. <laughs> incitement to what? Doesn't Zombies. Yeah. Zombies are well pissed off. I think, is there a plastic hand clause in the FA, uh, <laughs> the FA uh, disciplinary? Uh, probably uh, is. Section? We probably. haven't actually mentioned that Man United are champions. Uh, we'll probably get loads of uh, uh, Man United champions. Uh, yeah. Man United for that. Manchester United are champions. We can confirm <laughs> yeah. the football yeah. we, we, we can make it official. Are we yeah. ready to move on to the championship now? <laughs> We're can we confirm that Van Persie is a champion? <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh. oh. go on, eat him. Um, <laughs> into the championship we march. Uh, Barnsley with a great result against Hull City. Hull missed the chance to secure automatic promotion, but a great one for Barnsley, who are still. Uh, down uh, near the bottom, they needed a win for Barnsley. I mean, they're, they're only in there on. They've given themselves a chance because they're in there they've on goal th- difference now with one game left, aren't they? Yeah, they've given themselves a big chance. Mm. The entire um, football league at the weekend was just like back of the fag packet, it just so trying good. to work yeah, it out. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, it really was. This, there were certain teams, certainly like League Two, uh, that, that you well, know, we'll get on to League One before, in a minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> could have been, you know, could have been promoted, could have uh, gone down. Ridiculous. Yeah. So um, at Watford, uh, a point behind Hull going into the, the last game because Watford beat Leicester two one. Um, Shalabar, one of the Goals of the season! What a hit that was! I did not see that, game. Marcus. What happened? Talking um, through it, Marcus. A, a thunderbolt from about thirty yards out just flicked the bar on its way in. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Did it, was it a thud or a ping? Oh, it's a thud. Is it a thud? Yeah, bunk. Yeah, because it was. Uh, he hit it in the air. So Hull have got to play Cardiff City at home on the last day, and then Watford are at home to Leeds. You'd fancy Watford to beat Leeds, mm. although Cardiff are already up. And, mm. da- and down the bottom, Hull aren't scoring at the minute. Down the bottom, you'd fancy Wolves to be down because they they got a worse goal difference. Barnes, that's unbelievable. But yeah. do, we, do we think Hull or Watford? Oh, um, oh, I'd like to see Watford come I mean, up, but uh, that doesn't change. Hull, Hull, yeah, win yeah. would guarantee them. The problem for Hull is they haven't won the last three games. Well, exactly. Yeah. If they won a game, they'd be up. Yeah, and and they're having a massive wobble. That's but the, right. pro- the other thing I've got slight. Not, I'm not really massively bothered about it, but like Watford's loan thing is a bit weird. But, mm. but what the Pozzos tend to do is that it's almost um, a trial, and when they if, if if Watford go up, then they will sign players to that side. Mm. Right. So yeah. there won't be a case of oh crap, we've got to have a, a whole new squad. And and yeah, it'd be interesting to see Vidra in the Premier League, see what you could do. Mm. All there. Surely you'd an Asia want him back though. You think so? I'd want him back. Wow. Well, yeah, but. I th- <laughs> Udinese already in Serie A. Um, I mean, if he goes up to the Premier League, he would fight tooth and nail, surely, to play in the Premier League. 
Yeah, it. maybe. Mm. I mean, down the bottom, it's Barnsley away to Huddersfield in the last season, which is a big game. Yeah, because Huddersfield are right down. But um, Peterborough play Crystal Palace. Well, Peterborough have had a good. W- I mean, they had a great win against Sheffield Wednesday, mm. who were down there in with it as well. About, about the Waffle thing, how does the money work? Does he get? Would he get taxed as a uh, as an Italian working abroad? Effectively, you got any more complicated tax questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking that we always talk about like the the, the, the British um, tax system not being as attractive. As well, I wouldn't imagine Watford mm-hmm. paying a massive part of his wages. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the. I mean, obviously, if he signed for Watford, it would be. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not quite so, sure. So it's a valid point then. That's what I would say. It's a very valid point. And I don't know the answer to it. Yeah, um, which is what I was saying. <laughs> but Wolves do look doomed. They're away to Brighton, and they need to win. And I think other results to go their way. But the only thing I've got going for them is Brighton already. In, Brighton already in the playoff. Yeah. Um, and can't move from fourth. I mean, so it's not even going to affect who they're going to play, really. Um, but as you said, Wolves need, um, they've got a worse goal difference than Peterborough, and they need both Peterborough and Barnsley to lose, really. Mm, but uh, one of the other big games um, on the last day of the season, now Bolton are in that um, sixth uh, playoff they've spot. They've timed their run so well. They have, but, but Forrest and Leicester um, could. Uh, yeah, they play each other, don't they? They play each day. other. They play each other, and, and the winner, of, if there is a winner in that game, they could leapfrog, depending on uh, Bolton, depending on what Bolton do. Yeah, because Bolton are home to Blackpool, so if Bolton lose, the winner of. The derby game between Forest and Leicester yeah. getting to the playoffs. Ooh. I'd love to see that match. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to a couple of Forest Leicester matches and they're, they're, oh, they're so special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. Um, League One, uh, Brentford versus Doncaster. Ended what a turnaround. Oh Did you see what happened, Jim? Absolute but, scene. Basically, in the last minute. Well, hang on. Brentford right. uh, needed to beat Doncaster. Mm. To win, uh, to, to the well, yeah, that's how to all games work. <laughs> automatic promotion. The, no, the winner took it all. The well, winner... no, Doncaster just needed a point. Oh, okay, right. Um, and Doncaster had the best away record in the league, and Brentford had the best home record in the league. So <laughs> it all went into that game, and then at the end of the match, Brentford got a penalty in the ninety-third minute, which was which crashed against the crossbar, and then straight from that, Doncaster went up and scored. Amazing. It, but it was absolutely unbelievable. What I found quite intriguing about the whole thing... I was expecting Glass to turn up the goalkeeper. But what I found quite intriguing about the whole thing was um, there was a massive scramble in the box and there was a handball and it was penalty given. And then the penalty came off the bar and then a massive scramble and it was cleared. And I think it was um, Painter mm. was, was kind of out wide on the wing, got the ball and he was away. And I thought, what the hell were you doing there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven men behind the ball at that, mate. Yeah, yeah, and he just yeah. stood out wide. I, don't, I didn't quite see it. Maybe he made some mad dash for it. But but I, I also, he seemed to be too... It was a bit like Torres away to Barcelona <laughs> for Chelsea. But I was also thinking about Brentford. Why was there no one defending? It's a penalty. Yeah, you've got a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> not point. more than one people could, person can take it. Yeah, Realistically, not more than three or four can rebound. <laughs> yeah. Realistically, yeah, 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 yeah. They had no one back. Yeah, but I think it was it was the ninety third minute. It was they all wanted in. a celebration. Didn't That's they? what I think it was. Well, they've learned yeah. their lesson, haven't they? Now to Doncaster, they go up um, and and they are champions because Don- Bournemouth only drew at Tram. It's not only to go up; they bloody won the league. Yeah, Don- with their goals before they hatched. There you go, Pete. Yeah, Bennett Scunthorpe down though. They they beat they won but they three one but they scored three goals right at the end but they, but they were they were already pretty much doomed their geese were cooked the geese were very much cooked um, yeah indeed League Two ah oh, spare a moment for Barnet Barnet goes down finally on, happened on goal difference oh. on the last day ah oh, I mean a way to Northampton was always going to be it's a bad sign for Wigan. 
the two big, yeah. the two yeah. big escapologist teams of the of the football uh, league in England. That's right. Dagenham and Redbridge lost, but they they had a better goal difference. So Wayne Burnett's men stayed up. Maybe it's good to see um, AFC women stay up because they were in yeah. trouble as well. Yeah, that's right. All the shot um, uh, were, were relegated as we thought would would happen. Rotherham uh, have been promoted though, clinching second place of the Chuckle Brothers. We'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. He does mean the actual Chuckle Brothers. Though. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who are I think honorary, not the Nevilles. Honorary. Uh, uh, fans no yeah. uh, members of the board or something like that if you are um, a listener that's not from England and you don't know who the Chuckle Brothers are Google just, no don't because it'll just, <laughs> it'll just no, frighten it's you it's not worth it mm. well, I think actually there's a Keegan link here <laughs> because didn't one of the Chuckle Brothers get busted having sex with the f- mother of one of his fans in a lay-by I think that happened. Look that up. In a lay-by? Is that just it? Lay-by is what you've got there. Yeah. There's your link. <laughs> You're the anchor. Use that. Tenuous. Leave the links to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, talking of Scotland... Uh, let's are we likely to, to be sued by the Chuckle Brothers? I'll tell you what, if we are sued by them, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't uh, care about liability as the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> no such thing as bad press. With celebrity heavyweights like them. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear! Let's go to the SPL because in the first, for the first time in 23 years, a player from a club other than or clubs other than Rangers or Celtic will win um, the SPFA's Player of the Year. Sorry, I got confused. It's just like the PFA Player of the Year. Yeah, with an S in there. It threw me. I thought. Hang on, stands for Scottish. Yeah, stands for Scotch. Yeah, there's there's no Rangers or Celtic. Obviously not Rangers. Conspiracy, but no Celtic players. Yeah, they were kicking off about that. Last time it happened was in 1990 when Aberdeen's Jim Bet scooped. Any scoops? Any Gorgie boys? Scooped the award. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, look at me! I'm scooping the award. According to tabloids, awards aren't picked up or they are scooped always, aren't they? Um, (laughs) Nookie ensues. Mother, yes, that's right. I have scooped the award. (laughs) Any Gorgies in there, mate? Not this time. Why's that? Not this time. Why is that? Why Not is that? this time. Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Shinney's in there. No, because because hearts are, hearts hearts are all about the team. Yeah, yeah. They're not like these individuals. No. Why didn't like the team do better then, Marcus? Hey, why didn't the team do better then? Building for next season, right? Transition, mate. Exactly. Don't I hope Norma. Don't want to kick Rangers when they're down. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, Niall McGinn wins it, dedicates it to Craigie Brune. Niall McGinn yeah, of Aberdeen. Yeah. yeah. Inverness <laughs> Andrew Shinney. How can a player called Shinney? Hey. Hey. In the award mm. Terrible first touch No doubt uh, And Motherwell's uh, Michael Higdon Is also in there I fancy maybe Lee Griffiths To win it if it's, but, uh, we, shall, we shall wait and no, see No McGinn's got some goals mate I Give him some credit He's only young as well Yeah I'm saying I think he I'm saying he might win it I think. He might scoop it Luke Yeah There's a lot of scooping Going yeah. on there And he might be The, the king scooper You've heard it here first 25 year old <laughs> no, Armageddon I think it's Aberdeen. basically Goes to La Liga <laughs> Where Athletic Bilbao's route to or with Barcelona uh, and Lionel Messi apparently he's not crap. He doesn't do it against Bayern Munich, but he can do it against Bilbao when his hamstrings work. Scored a jinker. He scored a jinker. He's one of one of his best goals of the season, and there's been so many. Brilliant. Um, uh, and Atletico Madrid uh, lost 2-1 to Real Madrid in the Madrid derby looks like they'll finish third now Atletico which is a shame mm, because yeah. for so long <laughs> they had that second place third's an alright result for them though isn't it, oh, it yeah but be. they might lose their players that's the thing isn't it yeah, they yeah, do they have the King's Cup well. though yeah. the, the, the Cup final against uh, Madrid to, to mm. come so uh, hopefully they can, they can do something there mm. but let's go to the Champions League where it would appear Spain aren't very good at football anymore Spain are worse over. than Germany yeah, yeah. Barcelona and Real Madrid they, they're done so this means Germany are going to win the World Cup as well all of their contracts have been terminated <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is isn't it it's all oh, the power shift and all this oh, yeah. 
And then Ollie's, it's too Ollie's big result. Oh, Sam Allardyce tried to sign that player years ago. So what? Yeah, Lewandowski. I think, on, on behalf <laughs> of, of mankind, thank goodness he didn't. Yeah. No, but all that means is that Sam Allardyce had a decent scouting network. Yeah. Or he had a scouting network. Well, let's go to Bayern Munich for Barcelona uh-huh. nil. A very was, wet pitch. Yeah, <laughs> I was lucky <laughs> enough to watch that with some Bayern Munich fans, and they just really? could not believe it. They were just absolutely over the moon. And interestingly, I, I was asking them who they prefer in the final, Dortmund or um, Madrid, should they get there. And they were both saying they, they want Madrid, because they think mm. they think the game will be harder, but they want Mourinho. They want to beat Mourinho after what happened with Inter. Wow, um, yeah. So they've really, yeah. I think that's sort of quite common among the <laughs> fan base. They're obviously very confident, but you, you know, why wouldn't you be with a team like that? Dortmund sort of I mean I know it's been a bit different this season but Dortmund have had Bayern Munich's number they yeah. beat them four or five times in a row didn't they before um, so they, they could they could, I mean because I mean, Dortmund are going to go through as well there's, uh, there's no way Madrid are going to go I, through I don't know, a 3-0 win isn't completely impossible I mean Dortmund are a fantastic side they got more chance than Barcelona right? yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it says something when like because they've got the away goal it's kind of like uh, they might be able to do it yeah. but, but it's, it. it's funny the Barcelona uh, visit to Bayern Munich because uh, if someone said to me oh, what players do you think Guardiola would get rid of when he takes over Bayern Munich I would have yeah. said Robin and yeah. Ribéry yeah. Um, I still think he might get rid of Ribéry mm. there was talk but, of him selling Robin and Mario Gomez as well but how good was Robin though yeah he that was so guy was good. magnificent <laughs> well, he, I've never seen him work so hard true um Maybe because he knew, or well, we're against Barcelona. Pep will definitely be watching. Yeah, but I, I mean, Guardiola though, when he when he came in at Barcelona, he had a bit of a clear out um, with some of the big names. He's not afraid to do it. No, he'd have to do yeah. it because he's got to stamp his own authority. On the, exactly. The only way they can go is down, and he's got to stamp his own authority to have any impact. He's got to yeah. do it. Well, apparently he wanted the signing of Goethe, which clearly he would do. Otherwise, it wouldn't. That's a sign. shame, that isn't it? I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. And then the well, other. I mean, ones... have long done that. Like, who yeah, the yeah. players haven't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Just um, making your rivals weaker. And they're after strengthening yourself. Lewandowski as well yeah. Klopp was wonder, on will that happen can, can Dortmund do that will there not be riots if they sell Lewandowski as well, well could he not be, end up but if, elsewhere? if Bayern come in with 40 million and, and Lewandowski yeah, but it won't fact, just be Bayern it? will it you know, I think they'll surely be trying to hawk into well, other clubs. It if would they probably go down to the player, to the player's it. agent, or what they can, what they can muster. Because I mean, if they they are resigned to losing him, then it's for the top bidder. Mm. The Gerzer deal was been agreed for a while, and, and and I think Klopp was annoyed because of the announcement timing of it. Yeah, very. But suspect. I don't think Bayern actually announced it. Didn't build, leak it, or yeah. something. But these places, these things always come from somewhere, don't they? Yeah, of course. He seems to be swatting away a lot of questions all the time. So I'm going, it's nothing. You know, yeah. give me a bit of respect. Give me a bit of respect. I'm the manager of this club, etc., etc. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, it's difficult so, well anyway but it is looking like a Bayern and, and Dortmund final we've not spoken about Piquet's new hair okay. or lack of, isn't or lack of. Yeah, yeah. what hair. would you like to say about it I prefer him with skinny he looks better no I don't no. like it I think that's why they lost he's the only it's, person ever to say no, that his hair looks weird it's, not, it's neither one thing or the other it's, it's, his hair essentially before was only a grown out skinhead he looks he's got like the man no breaking back. Back. that's all hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's got no shape to it as well he got him Shakira yeah, fair enough. I'm not. I'm not judging him on the results. It's fair enough. But I think he looks better with this guy. He looks tougher. I don't know. Uh, not having that. And look what happened. They were suspect at the back. Really? Mm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, probably the first time I've seen a team impose their game on Barcelona. Mm. Yes. Like in, a, in a long. No, that time. is a good, very good point, Jim. But even after that, even said that Barca did have more possession. But you are right. Yeah. Well, but, that, but, but they, we said passing. But as I said, this, the passing game was completely destroyed by the fact that the pitch was just pretty much waterlogged they, they couldn't mm. pass further than they had to pass it up in the air they had to put crosses in for the first time and you know yeah. it's, it's, I don't know yeah that, but that is very true though so at the new Camp we can't see them getting winning 5-0 sure. it's going to be no. extra dry it's gonna be they'll really probably sad. win like <laughs> they'll probably win like 4-1 or something 
<laughs> I, I think it will end probably like one all. I just, or I just think Bayern Munich are a better team than Barcelona. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I well. still think they're still like they could win the new campaign. But I, I mean, I say that because the Champions League is amazing when it yeah. gets to this point. And there's how, always results like but, that. But Real Madrid do have a little bit of a chance. But I, 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 they, they've got more of a chance than Barcelona. But I actually think this Barcelona team. And if you look at what PSG did, PSG almost knocked them out. Yeah. With a bit, with a bit more fortitude, they knocked them out. Well, and Bayern Munich are far better. Celtic beat them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was a ridiculous result. That was no, one but of those, they did it. Like, yeah, I suppose so. But that know, was one of those results that comes along every sort of fifty years. Yeah, but Barcelona <laughs> let it happen. Is what I'm saying. I you know, they, so, they yeah. have been, they've scraped through in 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 a way. You Barcelona. know, as, as much as Barcelona scraped through in in this Champions League beaten, campaign. But it sounds like we've Barcelona twice in like the last fifteen years. I think. There you go. Last fifty years. So they they're the real winners here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are they? We're going to go to Austria. Oh. Mm. I don't think we've ever been there outside, outside of the Hall of Fame I've not been to Austria personally There was an interesting fan protest in Vienna recently Rapid Vienna were beaten 3-1 by uh, Salzburg Oh um, they weren't like that And they're not having a good time of it of late Jim <laughs> I love this A group of supporters built a small brick wall Blocking the entrance to the club's offices in protest At the team's poor performance <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? They attached a photo. Maybe you should use this as your goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> they att- but the funny thing is, with, with some of the German chants and banners and stuff, they don't translate very well. No. <laughs> but they attached a photo of the club's general manager, Vernon Kuhn, with a caption that read, I'm not allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if, if, um. if Big Vernon turned up and he was like, I don't remember writing that, but I wouldn't <laughs> lie to myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely glorious, and there was a story last week um, as well from from Austria about Jonathan um, Serranio, former Barcelona B and Espanol man, playing for Red's Red Bull Salzburg. He scored a hat trick, second half hat trick for Salzburg. He missed the first half because he was at hospital witnessing the birth of his third witnessing. child. <laughs> Brilliant! I was just doing the doing the wife <laughs> there. Doing, 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 doing the wife. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's young Terry. Um, yeah, he's witnessing the, the, the birth of his third child, and then he's had a good day. Yeah. Right, job's the done stadium. there. I'm off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Great yeah. stuff, isn't it? Done, done well. In the 1950s. Well. My goodness. <laughs> Is the kid called like Hattrick now? Could be. Should be. Time for Pete's game. It is time for Pete's game. Thank yeah. you very much. And uh, I've caught with my own. I've caught with my own uh, name for this one. Thank you very much. <laughs> Please welcome to the show. They think it's all over Mars. No, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Back. Uh, back, are back. Are we back? Yeah. Back in. Mark's a big fan of Nick Hancock, so you'd have to read that. Shut yeah. up. Shut <laughs> up, please. Yeah. Where did that come from? I forget now. I forget the references. Marcus just likes Nick Hancock, there's no, no it's it's Okay, right. In the same way he looks like skin from Skunk and Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. He gets weird about it. <laughs> Make your own minds up. Uh, Mr. Yeah, go on. <laughs> let you get on with it. You said Danny Blind. Are you no. guessing? Oh, that's good. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a German retired footballer of Spanish descent. Oh. Oh. What's your first clue? Stop. Lars Ricken. No. <clears throat> In 1997, I was a 22 year old business administration student playing in the f- German fifth tier. How old, sorry? 22. In 1997, he was 22, so it's 1975. So that makes him. Um, okay. Okay, okay, okay you got your <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Um, when I went to Britain for talks, I told the manager three times, You watched me just the once, I played badly, and you still want to sign me. I just don't understand it. He's got it selling himself, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No. Stop. Is it Heinrich Marquez? I no. have made those names up. 
Or just I'm just having a guess. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Is I was, it? No. I was signed for £250,000. To who? He's 37 now, so he could still be playing. Stop. Fritz Sanchez. <laughs> can I be the first to say stop this? Stop. <laughs> stop this weird nonsense. Mark is really thinking. Go on. He really is. Go on. Well, notice he said Britain. Yeah. Right. Could be. Could be a. Could be, could be a SBL. And that is your. And that is your forte as well, isn't it? Yeah. So you know. Blimey. I scored on my debut in a four-one triumph against Birmingham City in the League Cup. Not SBL. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the water. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I joined the Bavarian amateur club FC Amberg as a coach in 2011, but I was dismissed in April 2013 despite considerable success at the club. Oh, we're not going to know that. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I still don't know. My only British club was Arsenal. Stop. <sighs> Nelson Vivas. No. The Argentinian. Oh, no, but it's a Spanish name. I couldn't remember his nationality. He's German, German of Spanish descent. Oh, God. Oh, go on, then you guessed it. I don't know the answer. He's, he's full of bluster today, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> today. Today. <laughs> Very good. My name is Alberto Mendez. Oh, oh wow. God. I never got that. Never. Never even heard of him. <laughs> Uh, somebody, somebody suggested that to me, but uh, daft little I've, game. I've lost the email. Silly answer. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I mean, look on the bright side. Chaz, it wasn't Clive Mendonca. Yeah. Exactly. Was it? So. Exactly. Shall we have some correspondence? Yes, let's have correspondence. Yay. Now, time for the famous weekly <laughs> question of the week. Mm. Um, upon relegation. Harry Redknapp tried to exchange a joke with Nigel Adkins. Did you all see that? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah I think Adkins might have blanked him, and rightly so. Time <laughs> dignity. Not, so, time. not a time for laughing. No, it's not. What do you think Redknapp said? That was the question. So think of your own answer. Okay. Um, Paul Edge on Twitter says, It's okay, Nigel, I've got a mate at the mail who'll make it sound like it's the player's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Chris Smith says, At least we haven't done a Paul Jewell. <laughs> Which works on both levels, sex tape and taking Derby down with terrible points. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, Ben Steele says, fancy a game of golf, I know I'll be free specifically on the opening day of next season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Carruthers has been in touch. Oh, there you go. He says, uh, another individual error cost us there. Mind you, the error was my appointment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. He definitely uh, didn't say that. No, no. <laughs> Uh, Richard Mead on the Twitter as well says my dog will be happy he bet his bank account on us going down oh hey. um, and Enrique Nespereira good name yeah. don't worry we get paid anyway mate it is money for old rope <laughs> 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 and to finish us off Chris Rowe on the Facebook two points from eight games though Nigel <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just go. reckon he thought <laughs> they think I'm staying I like that one I like the it is money for us <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think that Harry Redknapp uh, sort of leaned in and went knee slide must <laughs> <laughs> it be vastly inappropriate <laughs> if I did a knee slide if I did a knee slide out the t down the tunnel <laughs> and out of the club <laughs> never to darken the doors again knee sliding all the way in the bank <laughs> I knew I should have opened that door to Peter Rodden winging. That's <laughs> what he was probably thinking. <laughs> I love it if Redknapp does an interview before the game next week and goes, if I can just keep Bobby fit, if I can just keep some more, if I can get him back from suspension. Mm. Classic. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. It is. My goodness, we've we've um, we've got a profile with a, with a difference this this week. It is a man. Is it a football player? It, just <laughs> okay, right. He, he he should be described as a sportsman, but we will talk about his football career as well. It is Max Woosnam. Now you might not have heard of him, but uh, let me start by by quoting Mick Collins, who wrote the book entitled uh, "All Round Genius" uh, about the great man. <laughs> um, uh, he said, "If Max Woosnam had never been born, someone would have surely invented him." That's not Odd. how it works. That is uh, not, yeah, emphatically not. He's not down there. Mm. Really, he's showing a fundamental misunderstanding of biology mm. is what he's doing. I think you, you're misunderstanding the quote. Actually, mm. he's saying that his career was so good, it's so out, uh, uh, unbelievably brilliant that he would have been a comic book hero or something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, okay. did get, I did get it. You, I, I, I think editorialising. Yeah. You. Uh, you might come unstuck here. Okay. Because he was born on the 6th of September, 1892. 75 years before the summer of love. Ooh, you've already looked quick. at that, haven't you? Lean, no! You over. <laughs> Fuck off! Jealous <laughs> <laughs> of my math skills. I swear, during Max Woosnam's profile. Sorry, sorry, Max. Sorry to his family. Possibly the greatest sportsman that this country's ever produced. Sorry to the surviving members of his family. He was born in Liverpool. <laughs> born in Liverpool at the age of 8 he went to boarding school and he started breaking as many of the school's records as he possibly could um, at 13 he went to Winchester College in 1906 in his first time he was playing football and cricket against lads 5 years older than him good now you know what it was like when, when you were at school if you played with the bigger boys a year above you you thought you were all grand 5 years older it's men v boys um, he was uh, he, he, some of his early uh, achievements. He was picked for an England schoolboys team at Lords for cricket, scoring 144 not out. Um, he then went to Cambridge and became a blue at five different sports at the top level: football, tennis, real tennis, golf, and cricket. A blue is, of course, the highest award given at University of Sports. Hmm. Um, it, he he was a footballer as well. We will talk about that, but it's just an outrageous career <laughs> this guy's had. It's absolutely outrageous. Um, uh, after Cambridge he played in 1914 he played for Corinthian Casuals who were a big amateur side at, at the time I mean they, I think they still are they not have won the FA Cup back in the day I think they might have done oh, I don't know if they won the FA Cup but they were, they were big on the scene um, uh, you know years and years ago the football league scene um, the team went on tour to South America um, but <laughs> this is just as soon as they docked in Rio they heard news of the outbreak of World War um, or World War One in Europe as it would go on to be known as and so they spent one night in Brazil and then took the boat home the next day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> imagine that it takes more like six, seven weeks to get down there whatever it was something stupid right boys <laughs> Yeah. he served in the trenches of France during the war on the western front also fought in um, Gallipoli which uh, some of our Aussie and Kiwi listeners will know about of course he served with uh, Siegfried Sassoon actually did he? the famous Siegfried Sassoon the hair guy no, no, not him. <laughs> Different one. <laughs> um, returned home and got straight back into the sporting arena. Hey, sport, I'm back. Made three, <laughs> made three appearances for Chelsea as an amateur. Um, and then Amateurs. He then decided to compete at Wimbledon at uh, the tennis, um, despite describing himself as an occasional player. Uh, he, he reached the early rounds but this is when he really got noticed for his sporting ability a newspaper uh, noted Woosnam is, is first class at lawn tennis cricket, football, golf real tennis and rackets the epitome of physical energy an English hope 
<laughs> so in 1919, this is where it really begins, he went to work at, uh, at a Manchester engineering firm. And as soon as he arrived, he was offered the chance to play for Manchester United and Manchester City. In 1919, he signed for City as an amateur and became a local hero, as one reporter noted. Uh, Woosnam was a dominating centre-half with a ferocious shoulder charge. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's not a move you can really use that often now. Yeah. Not now, no. But you could exploit <laughs> it back in the day. No character in the game anymore, Jim. <laughs> his first season not was real a, men anymore. His first season was a steaming success. Um, at, uh, after a match against Middlesbrough uh, into the season, a newspaper report said, nobody showed anything like the all-round excellence of Max Woosnam. The famous amateur was outstanding and the best player on the field. And his star was shining very, very brightly indeed, as the manager noted that when, when, uh, wherever they went to, to play, uh, people would swarm around the team and, and excitedly ask where, where, where Woosnam was. Was he playing? And he was an amateur amongst professionals. Wow. Then. Uh, he was a very important player for Manchester City so much so that when he missed a match due to work commitments his fellow colleagues threatened to strike if it happened again didn't he only, didn't he only play home games there was, a, there was, a, there was a reports that suggest that because he, he was just because he had a job he couldn't, couldn't do away games that's right yeah, <laughs> yeah quality. Um, which changed and I think the firm were told oi come on so when the 1919-2020 uh, season finished he went to the Olympic Games in Belgium um, because he was selected for the football squad and he was also going to compete in the tennis um, he decided that he couldn't play in the football squad as well because he couldn't spend too much time away from work so, so withdrew from that he went out in the, t- in the singles early but won gold in the men's doubles and silver in the mixed doubles on the same day the oh my god <laughs> so he's, he's can we clone this guy <laughs> well, he's, he's dead I'm afraid yeah. we'll dig him up ok that'll work um, respectful <laughs> <laughs> so he's an Olympic gold medalist and he's playing uh, for Manchester City he returned to Manchester to receive a hero's welcome and his teammates um, all said to the manager we've got to make this guy captain and they're all professionals wanting an amateur to mm. captain the side quite incredible really so do you know why he didn't turn professional yes I do um, and it's absolutely superb as, as Mick Collins who wrote the book said he was an amateur sportsman and considered uh, it the height of bad manners to talk about himself um, and he thought the idea of professional sports uh, being a, for a professional sportsman was a, appalling vanity. <laughs> <laughs> Quality, that's great stuff. Um, he captained the side to uh, to a runners-up spot in the old first division. After that season, he went uh, to Wimbledon again, won the men's doubles, and came runner-up in the in the mixed doubles again. <laughs> With this ferocious shot of charge, <laughs> and it's also a fact that he, he once achieved uh, a maximum break of one four seven when playing snooker as well. That's can't be cool. <laughs> that's that's all, that's what Kim Jong Il. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, he hated the limelight. Didn't give any interviews or anything like that. As um, as we said he was so good at tennis that they made him uh, the, the, the Davis Cup <laughs> yeah, the captain of Britain's Davis Cup squad um, and it was this is brilliant stuff while captaining a tour to the United States he was invited to Charlie Chaplin's mansion in Los Angeles obviously word got around about him God, but there's a lot of pratfalls around that place <laughs> well, Chaplin fancied himself at tennis a bit and gave Woosnam a match and Woosnam beat him and Chaplin was a little bit annoyed about this so he challenged him to a game of table tennis Woosnam beat him using a butter knife <laughs> 
He wasn't turned professional, but he was a butter knife in a, in a ping pong match. <laughs> That's so appalling good. vanity. It's so good. <laughs> well, unless that was literally the only thing around. So, yeah. <laughs> Chapman was like, I, I've, I've only got one bat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Pops off to the kitchen. Oh, you're quiet, Chaplin. <laughs> yeah. Hey. As usual. Indeed. Um, and as if this wasn't uh, uh, humiliating enough for old Charlie, apparently, according to the, as the story goes, uh, Woosner for some reason threw Chaplin into his own swimming pool fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> A gentleman. Yeah. Appalling vanity. Chaplin stormed off and didn't come out of his room until all the guests had gone. Chaplin was like, this happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, cameras, the cameras rolling for that. Um, <laughs> after all that excitement, Woosnam returned to England playing for Manchester City and he won his only England cap, captain in the side to a 1-0 victory over Wales in 1922. Was yeah. it an amateur captain in the England side, eh? Um, um, he was a real English gent despite throwing Charlie Chaplin um, into his own... Uh, <laughs> that's, just, that's his ribald hijinks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't Mourinho do that one? That's a coach once. Yeah, it's, it's a precursor oh, yeah, right. to banter, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he invented banter. <laughs> um, this, I mean, he, his gentlemanly side was, was shown very much after he broke his leg at the end of the 1921-22 season. It happened in a collision during a match with Newcastle and he said, I went out to tackle low the Newcastle winger, pushed the ball into touch and got it just below the knee. As I deserved to entirely my own fault (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it was that injury that was the beginning of the end of his sporting days Um, he did manage a semi-final at Wimbledon sometime after that (laughs) and and played a little more for Manchester City retired um, in his his early 30s presumably this is why he's still got a broken leg (laughs) (laughs) use his leg as a bat (laughs) (laughs) he went on to have a successful business career died in in 1965 didn't even see the summer of love no, yeah. that's a shame. Um, in some and, ways, the summer love was a delayed reaction to his death. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a street close to Main Road, Manchester City's old ground, was called uh, renamed Max Woosnam Walk. Um, but uh, you know, he was an Olympic gold medalist. You should call tennis. it Max Woosnam Walk Run Jump. I think. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All the things you can do with your legs. <laughs> All the things he he did. Um, yeah, he was an Olympic gold medalist, uh, Wimbledon champion, uh, achieved a one four seven snooker, uh, snooker. England captain is, England, England's national, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, it, just a life less ordinary, a sporting polymath. Indeed, mm. he, he indeed he was <laughs> possibly Britain's Britain's greatest ever sportsman, and he Britain's greatest <laughs> bra bra. Yeah. And we shall leave the final words to Woosnam himself. He said, "If I was good at anything, it was football." <laughs> <laughs> Max Woosnam comes in the team and all the Anyone for tennis, football, golf, or... (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. That is the end of the Football Ramble this week. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is shoutthefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. And the Facebook is facebook.com forward slash footballramble. You always forget that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm all over it. Usually. Yeah. But not the Facebook. Jim, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, my beauties. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.